In Florida Ag and Review for the week of January 30th, we had this report regarding numeric nutrient criteria. I'm Kayla Bartle. I'm with Southeast Agnet. Our ranchers are really wanting to know about this numeric nutrient criteria. And yeah. If you have anything extra that you'd like to say. Well, so I just think that for ag especially, uh, what the EPA is proposing to push down in June is uh, terribly dangerous. Uh, the Department of Agriculture in Florida and the University of Florida, uh, their stats show that it could cost us up to close to 15,000 ag jobs alone, uh, not to mention $4 billion out of the Florida economy. So, you know, when things are starting to seem to, to turn around and, uh, and with some certainty going forward, the last thing we need to do is to inject some uncertainty uh, and, and give up ground that we've gained. Uh, so I think that, that hopefully... You know, your members uh, will find that our legislation, uh, in concert with what the Florida legislature is doing, uh, will really help make a statement, a federal uh, environmental protection agency, that, look, there's a great agreement here, okay? Uh, We deserve to have say in really determining our own future, as long as it meets the standards as outlined in the Clean Water Act. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you. And from Nashville, Randall Wiseman had this. Well, the 2012 Cattle Industry Convention is underway in Nashville, Tennessee, as that, of course, includes those involved with the Cattlemen's Beat Board as they have meetings throughout the week. And one topic of discussion, according to their Secretary-Treasurer, Roger West, is how many dollars are be coming in for the beef checkoff. There's quite a few unknowns right now because of the droughts out in the Midwest. And, uh, you know, what's going to happen next year? We don't know for sure. We know that checkoff dollars were up a little bit this year, but that was because people sent a lot of cows to slaughter and sold them. So what happens next year? Without any cows to send to slaughter or any calves to sell, we're concerned that dollars will be down drastically. Wes said it's tough to make projections under circumstances like this. We had already made projections for uh, this coming year and started discussing it at the operating committee, but then we decided we better take a little money and hold it to carry us over. So discussions in detail will take place this week during the Cattle Industry Convention. It runs through Saturday in Nashville. And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Griner. It was just a couple of generations back when an average of 100 bushels of corn per acre was acceptable. Well, that won't even pay for seed anymore. Research has resulted in the average yields of all crops going up, but corn has its own standards. The National Corn Growers Association recognizes the farmer who has the highest average yield every year. The all-time record was 442 bushels per acre set in 2002 in Iowa. Where else? Well, this year's top yield didn't quite reach that level, but it was close. About 12 bushels off the all-time record. Now, guess where it was produced? Iowa? No. Nebraska? No. In the coastal plain regions of Virginia. The winter farms over 2,000 acres of corn, and although his average was 429 bushels, one field produced over 500 bushels. Hard work and research. It always works. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.